Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Welcome to the 2X Podcast. Here's your host, Bill Kasky. Hey, 2Xers, Bill Kasky here back at the 2X Podcast. Another day, another M. M&M's, m and m and m and m five M's. Today, we're going to talk about messaging. Hey, I'm uh, in the process of creating, I've had a lot of requests for some kind of a checklist or something in writing to help you kind of follow along with this series. And uh, so I'm working on a, like a nine or 10 point checklist. So over the next couple of days, when I get that done, it'll probably be four or five days from now, but I'll, I'll uh, share that with you and you can go online and pick it up. So I'm, I'm working through it and I think it'll be a really good way for you to kind of follow along. It doesn't go episode by episode, but it is a checklist that you can use to kind of check out your own process and uh, your own elements. And if you have all these elements, then you have probably the elements for success. Also, we're, uh, as I said yesterday, we're introducing a 2X group. If you want to go to the2xgroup.com, get some more info, you can do so there. Some groups will be beginning in February and March. Well, we talked about method yesterday, and it's uh, that was kind of a long one and maybe a little confusing for you, but I hope that you were able to take some notes. And uh, here a few days ago, I gave you a, a framework of how to take the notes and how to put it into your own process. Today's M is messaging, and the reason I picked this one is that in my 20-some-odd years of working in sales training and coaching, messaging is one of those things that gets very little attention, very little attention. And I think it's so important because this is the time where you are taking your value, the benefits of doing business with you, and you're crafting those value elements into a story or a message so that your prospect can either say, yeah, I want more of that, or no, nah, not for me right now. And really, the more polarizing your method is, I don't mean like from a, a negative standpoint, but when after you develop your message and are able to craft it, and I'm going to go so far in this, we can't do it all in 10 minutes because it's, it's a pretty in-depth process, but at least I'll get you a start on it. The prospect should either say, man, that sounds, that sounds interesting, I'd like to hear more, or you know what? Not right now. Not for me. Don't have those issues, whatever. So you live in a world, I believe, that puts such a premium price on attention. You know, the prospect or you or any of us only have so much attention capital to invest. And we are very picky with where we invest that attention capital. And if something doesn't quite sound right or doesn't feel right or doesn't uh, grab your attention right up front then you'll probably pass on it. And I don't want you passing, I don't want your prospects passing on your message. It's just too important. I know what you sell is valuable. I know that the intention that you have is high. And so we've got to craft this thing in a way that is 
helpful for the prospect, compelling for them where they want to hear more. So let's begin by talking about your value. When someone buys something from you or engages you, regardless of whether you have a service or a product, they are hoping one of three things happens, or a combination, it could be several, but one of three things happens. Number one, you help them relieve a current pain or problem. Through the questioning that you do, you find out if they have a problem, if they have a frustration, if something's not working right. Maybe they have a circumstance in their business that is uh, bugging them or it's, it's holding them back in some way. So the relief of a current problem is a very good way to position your product and to message it. Number two is the avoidance of a future problem. You know, in a way, the insurance market is this. You pay now to avoid a problem in the future, whether it's auto, home, casualty, whatever. It's the payment now to avoid a future problem. Now, some of you I know, because I know some of the listeners to this, are in the business of that, and that's cool. That's good. Relieving a few, or I'm sorry, avoiding a future pain is not quite as compelling as relieving a current pain. I will just tell you that. But it's all part of the, the three elements, and it could be a, there's a little bit of each of these, as I said, in your value. Number three, your value is instrumental in helping a customer get to a new future, exploit a possibility, achieve a goal, pursue an aspiration. You could, you could point it in several different directions there, but it's future-oriented and doesn't have to be way too far out in the future, but it's future-oriented and it has to do with pleasure or a benefit or a goal or an objective to be achieved. So the three things that you need to be focused on when you look at your value is the relief of a current pain, the avoidance of a future problem, or the pursuit of a goal or a possibility. So then the question becomes, well, okay, well, how do I do that? So now that I know, and, and you need to do that, the takeaway from this is to really get clear what, which one of those or more than one suits your value. Which one do you really want to pursue? And then the question is, how do you do that? And I believe the easiest and strongest way is to be very direct with your prospect. They don't have time to connect the dots themselves. If you throw a bunch of features and benefits out on the table and hope that they're going to connect the dots, I think you're going to leave uh, disappointed. So I want to start by saying people seek us out for one of three reasons. People come to us for one of three reasons. People use us for one of three reasons. Reason number one, and then this is where you talk about the relief of a current problem. Reason number two is they're looking to avoid a future catastrophe. And reason number three is they're looking for a new way to achieve a goal. Now, you're going to have to put in your own words there, and it might take a, a few minutes, a few times of practice, but don't make the mistake that a lot of people make, and that is you talk about yourself and your features and benefits. One of the reasons people come to us is that they are looking for a company who's really good with customer service and, and is the most awesome company in the world. Well, no, that's not what people want. People don't come to you for that. People come to you because they have a problem that they either want to avoid or want to solve or they have an obstacle that they want to overcome. The fact that you are there is just the vehicle to get them past their problem into a new promised land. So the, the mistake that I see a lot of organizations make when they get to this point is they revert back into their same old stuff that they've been talking about for years, 
It doesn't work. You want to close a much higher percentage of business. If you are in, interested in 2Xing your business, you want to close a higher percent. The way you do that is to connect your value to their circumstances. And the way you do that is by sharing with them why people use you. So the takeaway in today's 2X podcast is I want you to do a little work around your value, and I want you to define it in a way that helps you put it into one of those three buckets. And then I want you to practice, actually script this out, write it down in a document, write it down longhand. I want you to practice, take your iPhone, put it in voice memo, do it over and over, do it about 20 times, listen to it, see if it sounds believable. See if it's, sometimes it becomes biased, meaning there is an undertone of, of bias to it where you are really pitching your product or service, but you're doing it in a way that uh, is kind of hopeful. And I don't want you to do that. Because remember, we talked at the very beginning, when you deliver your message appropriately and effectively, it should either attract the person to you or repel them from you. And if it's too biased, it's going to repel them because they don't want to be sold anything. I was with an organization last week, and I spent the day with them, and they were really struggling trying to sell this one product that they just introduced about a year ago. And when you look at the sales charts, they're just, they're just not selling any of it. And it's a cool product with a lot of value, and it's a high-margin product, but they're just running into all sorts of obstacles. And so I called a couple of people up to the front of the room, and I said, okay, I'm, I'm your customer. You've got a minute to compel me to be interested in this beyond just the surface. So, so what are you going to say to compel me? Actually brought three people up, brought two, and then brought another one up later because the two failed so, so badly. And they couldn't do it. They could not do it. All they could talk about, they kept defaulting to features and benefits. Features and benefits are of no value to the prospect. Only as it relates to the problem they have or to a goal they have Will your features and benefits fit into the sales process? So if you have the fastest you-know-what on record, then they don't get to hear about you having the fastest you-know-what on record until you find out, do they have a problem that the fastest you-know-what on record will solve? I have no idea what the fastest you-know-what on record is. It could be a plane flight. It could be speed of data. I don't know. But you've got to connect that to a problem they have. And the way you do that is you do not go in and say, well, tell me about your problem, sir. What are some of your pains? What are some of your fr- what keeps you up at night? I know I talked about that last time, but I still hate that one. What keeps you up at night? My wife kicking me under the covers keeps me up at night. What keeps you up at night? No, don't ask that question. Do it this way. It's a much more modern, effective, and sound approach. Is let me share with you why people bring us in, and then you can tell me if any of these things fit for you. When you do it that way, you will either find somebody who is repelled by you, which is totally okay, or attracted to you, which is also totally okay. Once again, you can go to the2xgroup.com if you're interested in the peer group that we're getting ready to start. And also, as I said earlier, I will be creating a checklist of sorts, and I'll make sure that I put it on the Facebook page, a link to it on the site, and also let you know through this podcast. I hope this helped today. Talk later. Bye. You've been listening to the 2X Podcast. If you'd like to contact Bill, email him at bill at billkasky.com or follow him on Twitter at Bill Kasky.